Praise the Lord, this is Emrys Podcast, I'm Bill McMurdo and we're going to be continuing our study on Babylon and Jezebel, dealing with Babylon and Jezebel, two vital things to deal with and very much connected. In the book of Revelation you find in the second chapter, it says uh, to the church at Thyatira, he says, I've got something against you, you suffer that woman Jezebel, you tolerate Jezebel. And Jezebel, of course, is that spirit that comes against churches, that seeks to undermine true authority in God's leaders and pull the saints of God away and into error and into fornication, sometimes literal fornication, other times, and uh, it really means spiritual fornication. So, uh, that that's the, the primary meaning of it, although literal fornication can be involved. Uh, I want us to look at today at Babylon, because the two are connected. Babylon, of course, is, as we'll see, that great system that covers the earth. Jezebel is uh, you know, a, a lower-ranking principality, in a sense. Jezebel is designed and sent forth to destroy and undermine Anything that is kingdom authority, true kingdom leadership, and churches, ministries, or really any system that is built upon God's kingdom. So we're going to look at Revelation chapter 17. I preached these passages, this passage, these verses, a great deal. And it's never pleasant reading. So, But let's just read the first six verses, and then we'll look at it. It says, And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talk with me, saying, Come unto me, come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore, or the harlot, that sitteth upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-coloured beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet colour and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Now I want to exegete these verses. But let's just, before we go into verse 1, verse 6 basically says, I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints, with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. Jezebel, sorry, Babylon, is after the blood of the saints. Jeze sorry, Babylon, I keep saying Jezebel. And Jezebel, of course, is part of this, but Babylon is crazed with blood fever. It, it wants, she wants, that principality wants, the blood of the saints. But let's get into verse 1. It says, There came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, talked with me, saying, Come unto me, or sorry, saying unto me, Come hither, come hither. I will show you the judgment of the great harlot that sits upon many waters. This is about the judgment from here on in, in Revelation, the judgment of that Babylonian system. And Babylonian system is based upon uh, a high-ranking principality and power. And I'm not going to get into this too much to say today, but uh, I will say that 
there are uh, arguments that at times this particular principality um, has more power than the devil himself. Uh, I know that's a difficult one to take on board, but there, there are reasons for that. We won't get into them. And what I'm trying to say to you is that we're not dealing with some piddly wee thing here. We're dealing with a very high-ranking principality that is very seductive because it says in verse 2, the kings of the earth have committed fornication with, with Babylon, with this harlot. And again, this is not speaking about sexual fornication. It's speaking about the kings of the earth, the leaders, the rulers of the earth, have become enmeshed in the seductions of Babylon and have become partakers of her fornication. The inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Now, back in Jeremiah chapter 51 and verse 7, it says, Babylon has been a golden cup in the Lord's hand that made all the earth drunken. The nations have drunken of her wine, Therefore, the nations are mad. You see, the wine of Babylon will make you drunk. It will make you mad. Uh, it will make you a little bit crazy, and um, or a big bit crazy. So it's important to know that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a high-ranking um, spirit in heavenly places that has the power to uh, bring the kings of the earth under her spell and also make the whole nations, all the nations, mad. And, of course, that principle uh, that we see here is that if you get the head right, which is a king or a national leader, then the nation will follow. We saw that in the revivals of the Old Testament. The kings of Judah that were right with God, the nation got blessed and right with God under them. Um, but if you had a wicked king on the throne, then the nations were judged, or, or should I say uh, Judah was judged. And what I'm, what I'm trying to say here is, is that if the kings of the earth commit fornication with mystery Babylon, then the nations will follow suit. So, then he says, verse 3, he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. Folks, we need to see things from the spiritual dimension, from the glory realm, or, or certainly out with the natural realm. You know, you watch Sky News, you read the Times, or the Daily Mail or the Express, whatever it is you read, you will get the media's view of what's happened. And, of course, increasingly the media's view is the uh, they're just propaganda mouthpieces now for globalism. So you have to see things from God's dimension or from a spiritual dimension. And so John was carried away in, in the spirit into the wilderness. And he saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-coloured beast. Now, I know we could say this is symbolic language, and I believe it is, but I also believe that he's describing a principality that he saw. A woman sitting upon a scarlet-coloured beast, Babylon, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. The, the, the beast had seven heads and ten horns. The woman is sitting upon the scarlet-coloured beast. And so he's seeing a, a female figure. Now, you and I know that that the, the entire Babylonian agenda is transgender. So he saw a woman, that doesn't mean to say that this spirit that he saw was female. It, it could be, uh, you know, in, in, in our present day, we're told to call men women, 
uh, because they choose to identify as such. So he's seeing a woman, he's seeing a, a female figure, um, but you know Babylon is all about deception. So in this um, in this day and age, you can see a woman, but it's not necessarily uh, really a woman. And I'm saying that for a reason because um, you know uh, there's a lot of debate about spiritual beings, angelic and principality powers, those type of things, whether they actually have a gender. Uh, but he's clearly seeing a woman here. He's seen something that manifests in the female form and it sits upon the scarlet-coloured beast. And then he says, verse 4, The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet colour and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand. We just saw that in Isaiah 51, verse 7. Sorry, Jeremiah 51, verse 7. Uh, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. Now, Babylon, folks, the system, what we would call the globalist liberal system that's out there now, the, the economy, the political system, all of that, the world system we would call it uh, back in the day, it's, it's full of abominations. It always was. It's just that they were well hidden and there was a lot of mixture with, with some uh, decent things, you know, the kingdom, uh, the church, Christendom, all these things. They had a salt influence on the system previously, but that's the salt has lost its flavour in recent times. So we're now seeing a system full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. Now, again, fornication here means that she has the system has departed from God. It's an idolatrous system. But of course, as we see an idolatrous system, more and more we see it in ancient so-called civilizations like Greece and Rome and so on, when they become decadent we actually see that they fall into great sexual depravity. So, uh, the Babylonian system right now is a sexual sewer as well. Uh, but it, the fornication spoken of here is about departing from God, idolatry, uh, spiritual adultery, and that the nations have gone away from serving God. Now, and as I said, they weren't always fully doing that to begin with, but at least there was a measure of it. And certainly in my lifetime as a younger man, I remember that. Now, verse 5 says, and this is where it gets interesting, upon her forehead, and remember, of course, upon the forehead is where your allegiance is marked. You know, the mark of the beast, if you're in the beast Babylonian system, um, or the mark of God the Father, Yahweh, if you are in the kingdom. And this is all in Revelation. But upon the forehead of Babylon is the name written, Mystery. Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. So important to understand that all harlotry and abomination comes from Babylon. All filth and, you know, the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. And that's really another uh, metaphor or synonym for this year. The two are saying, describing the same thing. So the love of money is actually the Babylonian mammon system, um, which means that it's it's money-driven uh, money is worshipped, money is sought after, uh, mammon, you can't serve God, mammon. And mammon's another way of describing mystery Babylon because it's it's the root of all evil. It's the 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 source, the mother of harlotries and abominations of the earth. All the abominations of the earth, everything you can think of, is found in Babylon. And of course there's sexual abomination there. So fornication, adultery, bestiality, and of course the horrific thing that um, is very much part of the globalist agenda, which, of, of course, is pedophilia. 
and um, pedos and all these people. It's all connected. You know, you, you can say, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm not involved in all that. That's fine. But the point being is that this system is run by this spirit called Mystery Babylon. And she is the source spirit of all the abominations on the earth. All the harlotries, all the sexual sins and crimes and all of these things. They're all found in her stable, if you like. Uh, they're just different horses in the stable. So we need to shun Babylon. We need to shun that system. We need to shun this spirit. And folks, we need to see this spirit pulled down that. Now, I'm deliberately making these podcast messages quite short because I, I don't want to overload you. And I know sometimes longer podcasts people don't want to listen to. So I'm going to, I'm going to really stop it here because this chapter speaks about Babylon in depth. And then, of course, in Revelation chapter 18 and then into 19, Revelation 18 speaks about the fall of Babylon. And that's something that we're all going to be looking forward to and rejoicing over. But I just wanted to bring these six verses to you to describe as an introduction what this spirit that we're dealing with. When I say spirit, I'm not talking about just some low-ranking devil. I'm talking about a, a, a spirit in high places, a, a very high-ranking principality, which I believe vies with uh, Satan himself to be the chief operating spirit of the kingdom of darkness. And um, so that's that. Verse 6, of course, we, we already looked at. The woman was drunk with the blood of the saints and with the martyrs. So this system, this system, of course, and the spirit, the principality, the power that's behind it, the high-ranking uh, fallen angelic power, if you want to call it that, this system is after the blood of the saints. That, that's the thing. So a lot of stuff that you see that goes on in Babylon that people identify that non-Christians even, awakened people, uh, awakened to the agenda that's going on, they'll identify stuff that's going on, but they don't understand that the real purpose of the Babylonian system is to come after the saints. A lot of the stuff is directed at the saints it's churches that they want to close down, remnant churches, remnant saints that they want to silence, not necessarily, of course, um, the woke folks or uh, nominal Christians or scaredy-cat Christians, but they do want to silence the true, authentic, prophetic voice and the apostolic voice of remnant Christians and remnant churches. So that's an introduction. We've already looked at Jezebel, uh, but now we're, we're, now we're looking at the the spirit that overarches all this activity, Jezebelic activity included, and it comes against, and it's interesting here that the kings of the earth have committed fornication. See, Babylon is the, that spirit that seeks to bring nations and their rulers under her thrall, under her spell, and, and into her agenda. So all the agenda that's going on just now, what we would call globalism, new world order, all of that is under the thrall under the control, under the direction of this spirit. And uh, now, more than any other time in Earth's history, you could say, this spirit is active and operating and coming against the kingdom, coming against the saints of God, coming against God's purpose and the remnant saints who follow that purpose in the Earth. So we'll leave it there, folks, till next time. And the Lord bless you and uh, look, to, look forward to speaking to you soon.